0: Hello, welcome. This is Lucy Sherman. I'm an EMDR therapist and I help clients process trauma through creative expression in EMDR. If you're anything like me, this work can feel so healing and powerful with clients and then it can also feel really heavy sometimes. I created this podcast for this reason, to bring in more imagination, creativity, and joy into our work. We talk about everything from consult process, raising fee, to what we do in session, collaging, drawing, writing, even bringing oracle cards in. Without further ado, let's get started. Today's topic is about using cards in an initial session and why it's the freaking best. So (laughs) I've been doing this so much lately and folks have been loving it. It has been getting to just more material and context faster, but not just the story that folks will share with anyone or just the kind of rehearsed story. It really gets to a whole new way of processing, exploring, building trust, building intuition, all through using cards in that first session. So I find more and more folks are just being really appreciative about this process and the feeling of I do not have to just share absolutely everything, not knowing exactly what to share, even with questions, and um, and it's not cl- it's not feeling clinical; it's feeling interesting and open. So, I want to share these tips with you in hopes that it will help you to start how I was first. Doing the initial session in the very beginning, um, I'd always give this long kind of form beforehand going over all these different parts of history, understanding more of what is the, like any kind of safety concerns, but all of that are already in the general sense, mostly cover in the initial consultation and lately i just trust my intuition like noticing the energy noticing how it feels noticing how they talk about their resources clients will often just share like what what cuz they want the help and so there's no reason in just yeah not being transparent about where they're at so more and more just trusting that they're going to be adults, they're going to be transparent, they're going to be uh, sharing what they need to share. And if there's a foundation of we could work really well together, this is kind of the energy that works really well together. uh, I have ways of supporting and the ways that they need support and all that, then we don't need to go into this huge, massive form. And I've also noticed like, over time the things that need to come out will come out and so there's not this pressure and this potential uh re-traumatizing of like no you have to share this even if your body is telling you don't share this i'm not ready to share this yet so really trying to just follow the energy follow what feels helpful at the time and then using cards for the initial session so i encourage if it feels Supportive to just notice for the form beforehand, do you actually use everything that you uh, ask the client to fill out? And also, is there a way to just make it shorter and streamline a little bit more? And also, is there a way to... Create the form where the first session is most seamless and comfortable. Because when it's seamless and comfortable, then there's a chance for building trust and then just more close to actually doing this deep work in a way that feels like the client can trust you. So, those are a few things that have been helpful. And now let's get into the using cards. So One of the things that I've been doing most lately in sessions in the initial session is of course, always offering and like, it's always an invitation. Clients can always say no and prefacing with that and like really reminding clients it's up to like, it's all about them and their healing and support. And so if anything feels like too, way too uncomfortable, activating like that, they, that it's, about how they feel, and we can stop or switch gears anytime. So, what I'll do is, I'll offer one particular deck, and I have just been blown away by this deck and how everybody loves this deck and how deep this deck can get. So, it is the Archetypes, Kim Cran's Archetypes deck. And how I use this for history is I'll offer them that deck. And then I'll just say like, you're welcome to now go through and find five cards. Or if you find a little bit more, that's okay. Or a little less, but five cards that somehow connect with childhood zero to 10. It does not have to be really, Uh, concrete you don't really have to know exactly why you chose it just noticing like the energy of zero to 10 and and how you felt what you were like and anything you don't have to get stuck on particular things that happen it's almost like just like um unnoticing what draws you and what also doesn't so choosing five cards that somehow connect to zero to 10. And then we have a mutual language. So we together can use this card, these five cards, and really explore from these five cards what, yeah, what is, like, what's coming up with those? What are they noticing with those? What are What is the feeling with those? What are maybe certain experiences or beliefs, emotions connected with those? And it really creates like, we're coming from the same place, looking at the same image and then being able to both ask questions from that image, ask questions uh, to each other, check in. Like, I feel like with all of us, you know, being therapists and having experience in this world, we we can bring up the questions that do feel relevant, um, and there and we can feel the energy of things that like oh there's something there I don't know exactly what's there but let's explore a little bit more. Um, it also can be a really wonderful way to have a sense of how clients um, feel in response to sharing their. Um, emotions, experiences, body sensations, uh, what it's like, if there's certain things that really stick out to them, like those, all of that's important. And all of this are, these are things that you would never get if you're just asking the basic questions of like timeline and life. And it's like, we're getting into the depth of actually how processing is going to be along with not traumatizing as, or it's less likely of traumatizing uh, because it's not just talking through these things that really are not comfortable talking through and almost having to disconnect from self to talk through them. A lot of folks in the beginning uh, when, you know, more starting it was like, like, I feel just so distant from the way I'm talking about it. Like, it, it's like, I'm talking about someone else and with the cards, it feels like it surpasses that. And they can actually talk from this place and connect and reflect, but it's where they're they're able to stay within the window of tolerance because they're using this card. And also this card, these five cards are a container as well. So it's like the experiences, if it's a really tricky, like hard experience or something or hard relationship, that can almost be connected to that card. And if it feels uncomfortable and they don't wanna look at the card, they can put the card in the deck again, anything like that, they have choice with this card. Whereas if it was just verbal talking, it just wouldn't be the same. Um, And so I really love this common ground. We have the same image and we're starting from the same image and we can always come back to it. Also, secret tip, incredible way to remember things. Um, I think yeah, having that image with what that stands out. The archetype deck is has like some very abstract images, but also very like clear words like bridge or forest or village or um like mask like there's so many or so many cars and they all have these unique pictures that usually are not too activating and also not too um like fluffy or anything it just really gets to like this is the concrete archetype and then being able to connect that with maybe their relationship with their parent or maybe with the way they were bullied and had to mask themselves like those are the things that we remember as therapists because it's like connected with more than only the verbal talking and has more energy because it's different than what the client would otherwise share. So it is amazing and highly encourage if it feels at all interesting to you. And you can do that in many different ways. So maybe maybe they're not comfortable with a zero to 10, but maybe they're comfortable with starting with their present experience. So what are five cards connected to your present experience? What are five cards connected with your future? What you're hoping for your future? What are five cards connected with how you uh, felt when you were younger and how you feel now? What are five cards connected with your past self and then five cards for the environment around? So all of this is just like very creative, potentially ways of getting past those basic questions The questions that you potentially would ask everybody like is so engaging and it also makes a way to really like have natural, not clunky, not robotic ways of engaging. So starting with the image and then working out and oftentimes like talking about an image just feels more comfortable with a new person than talking about your life as if you're writing your own autobiography so I've just been loving it and folks have been loving it and it's a go-to lately is really even if it's one card it can be one card for uh, past one card for present one card for future Uh, but that that kind of zeroing in on ages can be really powerful and really give you a glimpse of, okay, like zero to 10, what was happening? Um, and it it's not this timeline, not this like, what are the exact events that can happen later on, especially with like, okay, we wanna find what targets we wanna process um, with EMDR or in processing therapy, but that the feeling of we don't have to go straight into the hardest things. Because a lot of the time, we have to go like the talking around the hardest things are either just so activating, or we have to really disconnect. And we want to create a space where both you can feel uncomfortable, but you are within that window of still engaging and connecting and like building that relationship together. You also, I know I've shared this before, but the shadow and light of life can be really powerful for a first session. Um, Anything that you can start general and then it's just natural that you start to ask questions. You both start to engage with specific details of the card. And what is it about this card we're really using them as projective tools. That like everyone has a different experience and response to these cards. I'll pull out these cards with folks who I've worked with for, you know, just like a a month or a day, <laughs> but and then also like ones that have come back to these cards and like offer them multiple times and months and have worked with them for years and and so there's like there's just endless opportunity with the cards. So to start with any deck, I seriously think everyone needs the Himcrans Archetype deck. There's something powerful too uh, if folks are comfortable, but because they're circular, they can be very tactile. So you can actually spread them out on the ground. And a lot of folks will do that. It's like spread them out on the ground and then be able to move them. So maybe there's something of like, um, these particular cards are resonating more with me. So maybe that's moving closer to you or, oh, I really don't like looking at these cards or I need to be more distant from them, move them further away or maybe paired cards together representing family members. Like- there's just so many cool ways to use them. And, and I think with these, yeah, you can also do like cards for the different people in your life, cards for the resources in your life, uh, for past experiences in your life that were supportive, for past experiences that were really hard, like all of it done with cards. And that is my number one tip. It's also really cool, Uh, makes every intake initial session so unique and individual and already getting such a sense of how to work with this particular client. What is it that things that are brought up and in a certain way that maybe they need support around one particular area and then have the tools for this other particular area or Maybe you feel like, oh, they, they start to feel, it looks like sad when they start to talk about this and maybe they don't have the words. I know so many folks don't have like the words necessarily for the emotion, but they have the sensation and that's what we go with. Um, and then later on being able to use her, like even the same cards that they brought up in the very first session and being able to like, I know we use this one before around this particular experience. What, what about using that one again? Or is, or has it already shifted a little bit? Maybe a new card is coming up, but really using this as a language. And I've just been really thinking lately, like cards are these different ways of expressing like new emotions, new languages, and it makes it where you have this equal common ground. Um, and so, some of my favorite decks lately, the Archetypes deck is amazing, and then the Unfolding Path is a wonderful one. Very uh, like beautiful colors, and yeah, unique tarot cards but can be great for kind of looking through and choosing like people that represent family members. Um, and then there's the, let's see, the lonely woods one. And that's like, it almost looks like a, um, a where the wild things are mixed with kind of like a darker melancholy um energy that's like all about like isolation and loneliness but finding like trust and care and tenderness and so that's one that's been really sweet and powerful um and the uh also Kim Cran's animal spirits that can be really great and just kind of like as a first um like it, it doesn't feel as intense as potentially picking out a person, but you're like picking out an animal connected with a person. Um, but there's um, a wisdom of the shadow oracle deck that has become almost like a emotions wheel, but like really deep therapeutic um, images that really can capture what the body is experiencing when feeling certain things. So. I think I'll do another podcast episode soon about some of my favorite decks, but using cards an initial session in my, uh, forum before I'll kind of have a few checks of like what folks are most comfortable starting with as far as, so are they most comfortable starting with past, present, or future? Are they feeling most comfortable starting with, uh, cards? or, uh, drawing, um, or collage, like a few different options and you can check many, but I think, but so many folks are like, oh yeah, I'm interested in this, um, cards and, and then exploring some more past. Uh, so I think, yeah, you can just, also go in knowing, especially if you're talking about it on an initial consult, like this is how I work. I bring in these cars as an extra tool. It can be a really wonderful way as a starting point to explore without words at first. And then just being really clear and then asking, of course, in it in your initial session and just throughout like how is this feeling and just knowing that they're adults and can say this doesn't work for me or uh, I'd like to put the cards away or I want to use the cards that happens a lot too like I don't feel like drawing today but I really feel like using the cards Um, so just fluid with it but really seeing where your creativity flows with cards All right, I so appreciate you being here. I do offer creative consulting for therapists and coaches. And this is a way that we can just deep dive into one particular area of uh, your work that you want some extra support in. And we bring in oracle cards and tarot cards and different forms of creativity to really help you in streamlining and really creating this very intentional and joyful parts of your practice that might feel sticky right now so you're welcome to reach out. On my website at perceptivecounselingpdx.com and you can just say i want to consult and so appreciate you being here and it means so much that you're here and i can share with you and you are always welcome to reach out if you want any other little tips or even certain deck recommendations or resources that i've found really helpful along the way to make an intentional creative joyful practice Thank you for tuning in and I can't wait to share with you next.